Hey, ladies, gentlemen, um, everybody else, uh, this is Bradley, man. Welcome to Bradley's Chat. Today we're going to finish up on the series of how to play this damn game. It's a great game. It's put together by wonderful volunteers with contributions from the community at large. Um, the Ninth Age, the best Ring of Flake fantasy war game available today. The rules are free of charge at the ninthage.com. The army books are free of charge at the ninthage.com. The spell, the arcane compendium, numerous supplements, posters, all kinds of shit, a wonderful forum are all available and at your fingertips at the ninthage.com. So people say this game's complicated. I don't think it's complicated. You know, you, you set up your table, you pick your scenario, you start putting down your stuff, you move your, you declare your charges, then you uh, move your stuff, and then you unleash the magic, and then you have the fighting, and then you do the shooting. So today, we're going to go over the uh, melee phase, or the melee phase, for you fancy motherfuckers, and we're going to go over the shooting phase. That's what we're going to do. Um, I just got back from a drug test, which I will pass. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, I don't have to study that much. Uh, got that done. I've aced all my practice tests I've taken for the CDL thing. Uh, my first day on the job is tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock. I go and do paperwork and stuff, then work for a little bit. Then uh, the next day I start at 5. Tomorrow night on the episode, we're going to have Charlie from Evershade Gaming. Uh, we are going to be on at 9 p.m., which doesn't matter to you, which means hopefully I'll have the episode uh, published and, and everything tomorrow night. But we're going to talk about Ogre Cons a little bit. We're going to meet Charlie. Um, we're going to hear about his Michigan GT. Um, we're going to talk. He's got a wonderful battle rep, tons of uh, battle reports regarding the Ninth Age on his uh, YouTube channel, Evershade uh, Gaming. Um, and we're going to, we're going to wrap with him. We're going to talk with him. We're going to hear about the U S scene and what's going on in the United States, Midwest area. We're going to pick his brain on some things and, uh, we'll come up with other stuff as well. But anyway, be looking forward to that. Cause I know I sure am. Um, what else is going on? Uh, not much. Um, I promised I would finish this series up today, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do any more armor review books until I have people that actually know what the hell they're talking about on here to do them with me. So um, we're going to do a new Dread Elf review. I have a special, official, secret, uh, awesome guest um, from the UK that's going to be on, and we're going to go over the uh, Dread Elves, um, everything about them, and that's going to be in the future. Uh, we're also going to have a uh, special guest from Ohio. Um, the I'm not going to tell you his name. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say he's the T.O. of Buckeye Battles, like one of the biggest and longest running uh, Ninth Age events in North America. Uh, we're going to have him on. We're going to wrap with him, get to know him, get to hear about what's going on with that. So see, I'm going to bring you United States action as well as everything overseas. Uh, once again, congratulations to Craig Johnson, my new hero, um, for winning the English Championships recently held. I uh, put a post in the forum saying, hey, man, congratulations. You know, it's nice to see, though, a top player, maybe the best in the world, um, you know, put in battle reports and contribute. And to which somebody else responded, Christ, man, he's going to have a big head. He'll never get through the door. And then uh, Craig responded, all 20-0 that goddamn door. So you know what, Craig, for that, you are a badass, sir. 
you're a badass. Drinks are on me when I uh, get out there to uh, Scotland and hopefully there's an event going on and you show up. Um, drinks are on me. Well, not all the drinks. Cause, I mean, you guys can drink like motherfuckers, okay? I'm not lying. I'm not lying. You know, you don't want to get into a drinking contest with someone from the UK. You know, I learned that along. I learned that the hard way a long time ago. But, uh, you know, we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Um, why? Why? I know, I know in passing, when I first started this podcast, I was looking around. I was like, okay, Thundercock's podcast, right? Why did no one tell me that the Thundercock podcast is back and that Jack Chapman is fucking back doing podcasts again? I mean, this guy is amazing. This guy is amazing. He has got an amazing fucking podcast. The Thundercocks, the number one Ninth Age podcast with the most episodes. Although, technically, I think Hammer Time with Henry P. Miller has more episodes right now. Just to let you know, I think he does. He divides his up into parts, but I think he's got like over 100 plus. But anyway, that's not to take away from your thunder, Thundercock. Thundercock, man. What a fucking fantastic podcast that is. I just listened to the, uh, the tech review one. And uh, I'm glad to hear you guys are back. And uh, that was pretty awesome. My cat's coming in the background. My cat. My cat likes likes uh, likes likes uh, Mr. Chapman as well, apparently. But anyway, that's good. Um, uh, what else is going on? Um, Ammer Time Podcast has a bunch of new uh, episodes up. I mean, he's got like, he's got to have thousands of hours of shit. You know what I mean? Because he just throws them out there like two or three weeks. So he's got another episode out there. Which I haven't had a chance to listen to yet, but he he is joined by um, my favorite Swede, Casimir. Um, they're out there. Paired Weapons podcast has been uh, lagging lately. Um, I haven't heard anything since their uh, English Championship review a couple weeks ago. So hopefully they have something that works. Um, but yeah, I just like to promote um, every podcast I know about out there because I think um, the more people listen to everything, the more people you know. Just, I think it's good. You know what I mean? More exposure is better for everybody. Um, that's just the way I am. But anyway, without further ado, when I come back, we are going to finish up the series and we're going to dive into the melee section of the rule book. We got two more things to go melee and shooting. So I don't know how long it's going to take us today, but we're going to make it happen. And uh, with that, um, we'll be right back. guys bradley and i'm back so let's jump right into it shall we i misspoke earlier it goes shooting phase and melee phase obviously um the shooting phase um in the shooting phase models with shooting attacks get a chance to use them these are separate from magic attacks right these are shooting attacks so if you got a mage a wizard with a bow they can cast spells and launch, you know, ranged attacks in the magic phase, and they can shoot their bow in the fucking shooting phase. Um, the shooting phase divided into following steps. The start of the shooting phase, select one of your units and perform a shooting attack. Repeat, repeat step two with a different unit that has not performed a shooting attack during this phase yet. And number four, when all units that can and want to shoot have done so, the shooting phase ends. So, some units have uh, shooting weapons or model rules that allow them to perform shooting attacks. Like, you know, they have throwing weapons. They got a bow. Um, they got a crossbow. They got a sling, I think. Maybe. Who knows? Um, 
Each unit that can perform a shooting attack can do so once per shooting phase with the following conditions and restrictions. So if you're fleeing, if you're shaking, if you're engaged in combat, or we're engaged in combat at any point during a player turn, you cannot perform a shooting attack. All the models in the same unit must shoot at the same target, and only first and second rank models may shoot. Now, this can be adjusted. Some units have volley fire, which means everybody in the unit can shoot. Uh, the Empire has rules where, you know, if you were then, you know, some inches of, you know, a parent unit, you get to have three ranks shooting. So there is option. But generally speaking, all the models in the same unit have to shoot the same target, and only models in the first and second rank can shoot. If models in more than the with, have more than one type of shooting attack, declare which one is used. All rank and file models except champions must use the same types. Champions and characters are free to use anything they want. Um, so, like, you got Empire Militia. You know, one of my favorite units. Just kidding. Um, you know, they got bows. They got pistols. You can shoot with bows, you shoot with the pistols. Um, in the case of multi-part models, remember, um, each model part may uh, can make a shooting attack in the same phase. It's not limited to, to using the same type of shooting attack as the other model. So, you know, you're riding a goat that has a spitting attack, and you, your guy has a bow. It's a multi-part model because it consists of the rider with a bow and the goat and the goat. So uh, the goat can spit and the rider can uh, shoot his bow. They don't have to do the same thing, right? You don't have to, you know, cause what kind of goat, you know, what kind of fucking goat is going to be able to shoot a bow? Let's be honest here. Uh, you choose a target. You got to nominate an enemy unit within the shooting unit's line of sight as a target. Units engaged in combat cannot be chosen as targets. So... You know, you got a group of dudes that are up their ass and enemy warriors. You can't shoot into that and just, uh, you know, maybe kill some of your own guys too. You can only shoot at unengaged enemy models. Um, so then, you know, you have models to shoot with. You check and see who's got the line of sight, what models are in range. Because just because your unit can hit doesn't mean all your unit models automatically hit. They have to be in the front arc, right, of the unit. Um you got to measure for uh, the range to target for each individual shooting model. Um, if the shooting attack has a minimum range, the model can only shoot if the target is at least partially outside the minimum range. Um, any model part in the unit is free to choose not to shoot. And then you shoot. So once you have established which models will shoot, these models shoot as many times indicating their weapons profile for each shot. Reroll the hit with each model described below, and then follow the attack sequence on an uh, determined number of hits. So, aim. A shooting weapon's aim tells you what the model needs to roll on a D6 successfully hit his target. This roll is called a to hit roll. A weapon's aim is written in brackets after the uh, weapon's name. So, you know, you got a human peasant. Says the example has a longbow four plus. Um, so you need to roll a four or better to hit. To hit modifiers, right? If it's long range, you're going to suffer minus one to hit. Um, if your unit has accurate or the model has accurate, it doesn't suffer that long one, that minus one. 
moving and shooting, you're getting a minus one if you move and shoot. If uh, your model is, has quick to fire special rule like Sylvan Elf, Sylvan Elf Archers, you're not going to, you don't get that penalty. If you're unwieldy, meaning like you've got like a handgun or something, you're minus two. Um, then you got to stand and shoot. So someone's charging your ass and you're shooting at them while they're charging you. Um, you're minus one. If the enemy's in soft cover, you know, you're minus one. If they're in hard cover, minus two. If they got a hard target modifier next to them, you're, they're hard target, whatever it is. Um, so that's all pretty simple, right? So cover, um, it'll tell you what's hard cover and what's what's soft cover, right? I and mean, you figure that shit out. Um, So soft cover, for example, would be um, over half the model, over half the target facing or the target point is obscured by either cover and terrain that contributes soft cover. Um, models do not that do not block line of sight, but are like close to height. You know, so if you're tall in the saddle and you got standard guys in front of you, you know you're not you know multiple heights above, so you're gonna they're gonna get cover for that. Um, different types of terrain will be either hard cover or soft cover, okay? Um, there's a thing, helpless shots, all right? So when you're to hit modifiers needed to make, needed, make the needed roll to hit with a shoot attack seven or more, um, you roll to hit and rolls of sixes are considered successful. For each successful roll, roll a hit again. This second hit always successful in a roll of four, four plus, and the shot hit. So if you need a seven, you got to roll a six and then a four. Um, if if the modifiers needed would mean you need an eight to hit, then you can't shoot. You don't get help with shots. You're fucked. I mean, you're not shooting. Um, so that's that's pretty much how that rolls. So. Now, so attacks. So when we say shooting, we're saying all attacks that are not melee attacks or ranged attacks, all right? These include magic attacks. They include shooting attacks. But anyway, we're going to go how we do damage and shit. So all ranged attacks made with a shooting weapon in the shooting phase or as a stand-and-shoot charge reaction are called shooting attacks. Other ranged attacks include, amongst other things, like I said, damage spells, um, hits from miscasts, hits from dangerous terrain uh, tests, that kind of stuff. So, here's how you do your attacks, okay? First, you're going to allocate... Here it is. Man, this is confusing the fuck out of me, and it shouldn't be. You know, it's been a long day, brothers and sisters. Um, so let's, let's read this. So all your guys shoot, right? So, um, so you guys got the hit, right? So your tank, your attack has a strength value. So say you have an, say you have a strength value. Say your, say the the strength. A long bow is three, right? You're shooting long range, it's three. You did the damage, right? You hit him. So 
the number you need to wound is it's going to be your strength minus the resist resilience of the opponent. So say you got an opponent that's a resilience five, okay? Resilience five. Um, so the strength minus resilience would be three, right? Um, so if it's strength minus resilience is two. Let me work this out, okay? Because this is really confusing shit on me now. All right, I'm not trying not to be confused. So it's your strength minus resilience. So so say you've got a strength three and it's minus resilience five. That would be a two, right? So Oh, strength minus resilience. See, I was doing resilience minus strength. My bad. All right. So you got strength three, she got a resilience five guy, right? So the strength minus, uh, the strength is a three, minus resilience is negative two, right? So you need a six to wound that guy. You know, if it's a, if it's a, uh, if it's, if it's a four, you need a five to hit. If, you know, it's a three, if it's strength three, you need a four to hit. If it's a strength two, you need a three to hit. Okay. That makes sense to me now. That makes sense to me now. So it's when you ever wound with, if you're wounding with um if you're wounding with in melee combat or in shooting, how you wound is you roll the hit, and how you wound is it's the strength minus the resilience. So if it's minor two or minus two or less, you need a six. If it's a two plus, you need a two. Um after you've done it, right? Say you wounded the motherfucker. Um the player whose unit is being wounded now has a chance to save save the wounds, right? To make an armor save, roll d6 for each wound. The following formula determines the needed to needed roll to discard a wound. So, so the armor. Armor minus the AP. So say you've got an armor of five, right? And the AP on a bow is zero, right? So, so a five minus a zero is a five. So you're gonna you're gonna save on a two plus. Say you've got a human guy with a strength three bow. He rolls his four plus to hit. The the uh, humans have a have a resilience of three, right? So three minus three is zero. So you need a four plus to wound him. So you say you wound them on a four plus. Say they've got an armor of six, right? Um, an armor of six, uh, AP zero, right? Um, so if the armor saved, so so you have a seven minus a six is a one. Um, so you're going to save on a six plus because how you do the armor saves apparently is you take seven minus the armor of the defender plus the armor penetration of the attack, the AP of the attack, a natural one, one always fails. If the armor save is passed, the wound is disregarded. Um, anyway, this is on page, uh, 18. Okay. 
go to 18. You basically attack, you roll the hit. If you hit, you roll the wound. If you wound, they get to roll the armor save. If they fail the armor save, sometimes there's a special save. Um, then they get a wound, and then they apply multiple wounds, and that's how you do it. Um, so now, in in your uh, melee phase, right, um, which is going to be, oh, shit. Uh, so basically when you're shooting, right, you do your, uh, this is a clusterfuck, I know. Just bear with me for this train wreck. So you have it a hit, right? You have, there's a number next to like the shooting weapon says need to hit like four plus, three plus, two plus, whatever. You roll that to hit, right? And then in order to wound them, you take the strength of your attack and you minus their resilience, right? Depending on that, that's going to be what you need to roll, right? Um, and then the armor save is going to be, you take the number seven minus the uh, um, minus the AP, and that's going to tell you what that's going to be to roll with. Um, Jesus, how did, I was so organized, dudes, and this just all went to shit. Okay, so there's that cluster. Fuck. Let's just. Just trust me. That's what I'm saying. These charts are the hard part, okay? They're not even hard. But just, you know, figuring out, you know, figuring out exactly what you gotta what you gotta do. Um because you have like uh let me go back to that real quick. So um all right, so armor saves. You take you take a seven minus the armor defender. So say you got an armor of four, which would be plate mail with no shield, right? On foot. So you got seven minus four would be a three. Plus the armor penetration of the attack. Um, say it's a one. That's not right either. What the fuck? Armor minus armor defender plus armor penetration attack. Regard the wound. The fine formula determines the needed to roll to disregard the wound. So if I got an attack of a three, right? So armor minus AP. Okay. So you get an armor of four minus, say, AP1 minus a one is a three. So you need a four plus. If you have an armor of four, it's okay. All right. All right, fellas. Let's make it easy. So it's armor minus the AP of the attack. So say you got a great weapon, it's AP3, right? And you're attacking someone with an armor of four. So. Armor of four minus an AP of three would be a one, right? So you need a six plus to save, all right? Because if the armor AP is minus, is AP of, if the armor minus the AP is zero, is no save possible. If it's one, it's six. If it's two, it's five. If it's three, it's four. If it's four, it's three. If it's five or six, it's two. So just like, just like fucking Warhammer, I just, uh, I'm just, I'm just reading this. I'm just making this more complicated than it needs to be. 
hopefully this inspires you guys to uh you know go online and get the rule book and and read this shit for yourself so i'm not going to go over all the different special stuff okay um i don't have time in my life i gotta finish this army today as well um so that's shooting right um so that's shooting probably have to listen to this one maybe once or twice to figure that out but that's the shooting part um melee phase Melee phase. Start of the melee phase. You apply eight instances of no longer engaged. Uh, sometimes the unit that was previously engaged in combat had all of its opponents removed since the end of the previous melee phase. Such units follow the rules described in No More Foes. If the unit has not moved since the enemy units were removed with a magical move, it may perform a post-combat pivot or a post-combat reform. Okay? Um, so that's what that says. And then you got, uh, the active player choose the combat that has not already been fought during the melee phase. And then you fight around a combat. And then you repeat those steps until you're all your, uh, combat units, all the combats that can be fought have been fought. Um. And you have to uh, resolve each combat fully before you go on to the next combat, all right? So, if it's the unit's first round of combat, certain rules apply. Um, a unit's first round of combat is the round of combat after it successfully charged an enemy unit. The round of combat after it was successfully charged by an enemy unit, if previously unengaged. So if you're already engaged, you don't get the first round of combat versus um, people who are charging you again. Um, here's the combat sequence. Looks pretty daunting, but it's really not. Like I said, they got to make this rules lawyer proof, okay? So don't read into it more than you need to. So start a combat. Choose your weapon, right? Um, you issue and accept duels. You determine the initiative order, right? The higher the initiative goes first, goes first after all modifiers. You roll uh, melee attacks, starting with the first initiative step. You allocate your attacks. You roll the hit, roll the wound, saves, and remove casualties. Repeat one and two for the next initiative step. Calculate which side wins the round of combat, loses roll break tests. Roll panic tests for units within six inches of friendly broken units. Um... Decide to either restrain your unit or pursue. Roll flee distances for the dudes that lost or running away. Roll pursuit distances for the dudes that are chasing them. Move your fleeing units. Move your uh, pursuing units. Then uh, you do your post-combat pivots, post-combat reforms, your combat reforms. End of round of combat performed. Proceed to the next combat. And the same thing, man. The same thing is done. Um... So, here's what's confusing, right? Because initiative order goes by initiative, right? Except, except units can have like impact hits or crush attacks. There's different things in here. So, you just got it, just depends on the unit, right? Um, if you're charging, you get a plus one agility. Um, uh, supporting attacks. So models in the second rank and not in base contact with any models can perform close combat attacks across models in the first rank directly in front of them. 
These close combat attacks are called support attacks. Um, so if you are in close formation, the first two ranks of your guys can fight. If you're in line formation, um, three rings can fight. Um, um, duels, you know. So, characters and champions engaged in combat may issue a duel. Um, the active player may nominate one of their characters or champions to issue a duel, provided that there is at least one enemy champion or character available to accept it. Um, if the duel was refused or if dual duel was issued, the active player may nominate one of their characters or champions and not refuse the active player's duel and issue a duel. Um, if a duel is issued, the opponent may now choose one of their own characters or champions to accept the duel. If it is accepted, it's said to be refused. Um, so, um, if the duel is accepted, it is said to be refused. The player issuing a duel now nominates one of their opponent's characters that could have accepted a duel. If there is any, um, champions can't be nominated. The chosen model has its discipline set to zero, and it loses stubborn if it had it. Um, cannot perform any melee attacks. It loses rally around the flag if it has it. In the case of Battle Standard Bear, it doesn't add plus one to its uh, side's combat score. Um, the effect ends at the end of the player's turn in which the combat ends. When the chosen player accepts or issues a duel, at the end of the player's turn, if there no longer is an enemy model engaged in the same combat, that can accept the duel. So it's very bad. It's very bad to not accept the duel, right? Um, so if the duel is accepted, the two models count as being in base contact with each other. The two models must allocate all their close combat attacks towards each other, not towards the rank and file. Um, no other model can allocate, can allocate attacks towards either of these models. And there you go, overkill. During a duel, any excess health point losses cause count towards the combat score up to a maximum of three. Say the enemy has three wounds and you do six wounds on him, so you kill him, right? Well, you've done six, so you get to add plus three, which is the max to the combat resolution. So in addition to your ranks and just to your standards, you get to add all that shit to your uh, combat resolution. Um, once all the, so here's your different uh, combat scores. So you get plus one for each health point. You get plus one for each health point lost by enemy units. Plus one for each health point in overkill through duels. Maximum three. Plus one for the charge. Plus one for each full rank after the first. Maximum three. Plus one for each standard and standard bear. Battle standard bear. Um, if you're in a flank, you get plus one or plus two. If you're in a rear bonus, you get plus two or plus three. Um, so... You add these up, and the winner's the winner, the loser's the loser, right? The loser's got to take a test, you know? And if he doesn't pass his test, he runs away, and he has to roll for it. The other guy can choose to chase him, and if he catches him, dude's dead. Um, sometimes when you're, uh, when, you're, when you're running, you get caught, you get dead. 
the dude can then uh, run into somebody else. Might run into somebody else as well. You know, and then then fucking fresh combat takes place. Takes place. Um, Each unit still engaged in combat after all fleeing and pursuing units have moved. And after the post-combat pivots and post-combat reforms have been performed, now performs combat reform. Units on a losing side of the combat must pass the discipline test in order to do so. Apply the same modifiers as a previous break test. Units engaged in more than one facing can never perform any combat reforms. After all discipline tests have been taken, the active player decides which player performs their combat reforms first. After this player has completed all his combat reforms with their units, one at a time, the opponent combat reforms their units. Each player may choose not to combat reform one or more of their units. When performing a combat reform move, a unit remove a unit from the battlefield and place it back following these restrictions. The unit must be placed in legal formation. The unit is allowed to come within... Um, a half an inch of units engaged in the same combat. Um, the unit must be placed in base contact with all enemy units it was in base contact with before the combat reform. All models. Uh, so basically, if you want to switch from close formation to line formation or line formation to close formation, you can do this. Um, yeah. So, I mean, let's just say you know, it's basically, man, you roll a hit, you roll a wound, you have your saves, and then you get, the loser takes a discipline test. It's, it's just, if you played Warhammer before, it's basically just like Warhammer, just worded completely fucking differently, but it's the same, same shit. Um, yeah, that was, God, there's a lot of shit involved with this, but it's not complicated still. It's just, you know, you have to have your own book in front of you, what you're fighting with, and just keep track of your stats and that kind of stuff. Um, and anyway, that's pretty much the game, man. I mean, it's pretty simple. I would, I mean, just listen to me, man. You can sit down and play a game, right? You know, play a game. You have to have your charts and shit and have the rule book with you. But this really game is not hard to pick up, right? And and the more you play it, the faster you'll get. And pretty soon you'll be able to, like, someone will say, oh, my long, my elven longbowmen shoot at your warriors, warriors shoot at your lust warriors of dark gods, you know? And they, and you guys have both know all the facts in your head and be able to play it. But you know what? I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But you know what? Figure it out. You will be. Um, just like any other game, man. Any other game. But anyway, um, I promised I'd do it. I'm in a rush. I admit I'm in a rush, but I had to get this. Uh, I had to get this finished because, um, and it should it should tempt you to open up the fucking rule book and read it. Right? That's the whole goal. Of this um, you're not going to listen to this these two episodes and like know how to play automatically. It's just kind of giving you a brief overview, so you're like, yeah, I get it. This game sounds cool. Because um, man, I've only got like a handful of shit to paint left for the empire, and I want to paint it because. Uh, my friend Ryan says he's ready to rumble next week, right? He works third, so he's got his kids this weekend, so we can't do it this weekend coming up. But uh, one weekday after, like Monday or Tuesday, the Empire's going to fucking war, brothers and sisters and buying non-binaries. We're going to war. We're finally going to war. Um, anyway, so wish me luck on that. Um, you guys have a great day. Um, like tomorrow night, I'm, I'm recording another like professional good episode. 
um, interviewing with uh, Charlie of Evershade Gaming. So look forward to that, and it's going to be a blast. And until then, you guys have a wonderful day. And check out some of these other podcasts that are out there. Um, they're they're really good, informative. And, uh, you know, you guys have a great day. If you want to come on the show, man, email me. Or if you have a tournament coming up, email me and uh, let me know. BradleyDunlap71 at gmail.com. And with that, uh, we'll talk to you later. And wish me luck on my first day of work tomorrow. All right, bye.